Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Anyone Soft and Strong. Um, you can hear me smiling right now. <laughs> Just because I'm talking to guess who? Adriana. Dun, dun, dun. She's back. <laughs> hey girl. Hey girl. What's going How's it going? On, everybody. Good. Good, good, good. I don't know why I just like we can we can see each other, but nobody else can see us. So we're just like snickering at each other. Like what? Why? Anyway, How are you I'm doing? Good. Welcome back, first of all. Thank you. We appreciate yeah. that. Welcome back to my life too. I'm excited to catch up. Like I know, um, I want to hear all about the last like last time we talked. I want to hear yeah. all the updates. So. Yeah. But yeah, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you today again. Thank you. I appreciate that. What's to update? I mean, still living in the same spot. Um, oh, you moved you know, though. Like last time, last time we talked, you were moving, right? No, I actually decided to extend my stay. So what? There's a couple of things that came up. Um, a couple of bigger things in the works. Um, and yeah. I don't know if I should say it now because I don't want to jinx it. Don't. But I don't do plan. No, okay. Well, I mean, I I do plan on, you know, doing bigger and better things with my time here in Winnipeg and, you know, exploring other options and whatnot. But um, for the most part, I decided to extend my stay at my place and Mm -hmm. it's looking phenomenal. Like my best friend's husband's doing such a great job in the landscaping outside. Um, You know, I got some pretty cool details taken care of inside the house. So I'm I'm just really loving it. I think I'm going to enjoy the summer here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's 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 awesome, and then I think I can do another round um, of summer at my own place. There's just something nice about being on your own and you're yeah. under your own roof. You yeah, know? no, that's awesome because uh, so basically when we started, um, when you jumped on the call, I was like, oh, that place looks very familiar. But then I was like, oh no, you were moving last time, mm-hmm, so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like I wonder if I wonder what happened. Maybe I thought maybe you were just kind of like visiting. And I was like, maybe yeah. I'm seeing things or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. <laughs> this oh, is that's real. awesome. And well, like mm-hmm. I'm glad things are working out well for you. Um, Thank you. how's Winnipeg? How's ooh la la lashes? Oh my god, I just did I say that right? Viral. You did. Yeah, okay, ooh la cool, lashes. Cool. Yeah, girl, you got it. <laughs> you got that part. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no 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 um yeah I just rolled my eyes at Winnipeg just because I'm just so not proud of the city right now um I feel like I'm almost in jail I've never been to jail but I can imagine almost feels this way at some point Mm -hmm. you know just working the same routine it's really boring same traffic stuck in traffic is hot I'm pissed same routine same people it's like I just need a change. So I'm right. very excited that things are opening up again. Um, mm-hmm. But Winnipeg is the same old, same old as you left it. Mm-hmm. How's Man. Montreal? Montreal is amazing. <laughs> and I hate, <laughs> to just be like, I, I hate to just be like, oh, you just went from like, oh, Winnipeg is shitty. And I'm like, Montreal is amazing. <laughs> so insensitive. Um, I feel for you, though, about Winnipeg. I am like, I totally totally feel it like that place is just crazy and again like you said I think I had the same conversation last night as well where I was just saying like Winnipeg is already shitty like before the pandemic and then now with the pandemic it's 10 times worse I feel it I cannot Awful. imagine myself just being in Winnipeg honestly I would literally go crazy right now if I was yeah. there yeah I'm um, so proud of you 
<laughs> thank you mm-hmm. but yeah montreal is great like everything is not everything but like almost everything is open i got my first dose of vaccine um super wow. excited to, like i'm still waiting for the second one so it can be vaxxed girl summer or hot girl summer mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. people say um yeah. yeah and like restaurants are open we don't have a curfew it's just like there's so much going on and the city's like alive it's just like it's such a different vibe now mm-hmm. um and i love it crazy i know where i'm going <laughs> next that's for sure i wish i could relate i truly do and for a girl that used to travel almost two to three times a year to traveling zero times a year <laughs> i cannot wait to get on a plane like i'm double vaccinated nobody asked but oh, i'm just gonna say it. no that's <laughs> um, awesome <laughs> i do care okay <laughs> i feel validated <laughs> um, i no. really care it's number one reason why i decided to get vaccinated is amongst you know just starting the faster process of getting everybody on the same bandwagon, having mm-hmm. things open up, me feeling more secure about hanging out with other people. Yes. Just the basic stuff, right? Yeah. And then also to um, traveling. Like, I mean, I know that sounds really selfish and whatnot, but I just would hate to come back and have to isolate for 14 days. Like, mm-hmm. I can't afford that. I, I got to go back to work, you yeah. know? So um, for the better of... Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. Um, I was going to say, I don't think it's selfish at all. Like, you saying, like, you don't want to isolate, I think that's totally not selfish. And I think it's a really, really, it's worth it for a lot of people, a lot more people to get vaccinated because um, it's healthier and we're going to feel more comfortable. Like, And I feel for you as well because same thing with me. Like, I love traveling. So the last two years where I haven't been able to go anywhere, like, sometimes I feel very, very stuck. And that that's why kind of, like, moving here has helped me a lot because I feel like even though I didn't really travel um, to, like, international destination, just kind of, like, having that change of environment has been so helpful. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I can't, I can't wait to be on a plane again, traveling somewhere nice. Uh, we're gonna jump right into the podcast. So I I don't know if you all listened to my episode with Adriana. We thought it was like so worth it to do a part two. So worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also just want to give Adriana credit for that because she suggested it and I was like, "Girl, that's amazing! I love that i that idea. Let's totally do it." So thank you for the idea. And also just thank you for being on board for doing it again. Um, so we're doing a part two, but like it is a part two, but it's a bit different. So I know last time we were talking about like breakups and relationships and like dealing with all that. We're still going to be talking about breakups and relationship. The only time now we're just kind of talking about like dating past those like long term relationships ending. One of the questions that I feel like a lot of people talk about or like a lot of people always bring up post a breakup is like when should you start dating again right like some people are like oh take your time take your time to heal don't start dating right away like it's not good for you that and other people will tell you like in order to get over someone you need to get under someone like people like you would have those kind of friends that will say that to you um and i'm curious to hear like your point of view on this like do you feel like you should really wait after uh, a long-term relationship ends or do you feel like nah let me just jump into it and like start exploring and seeing what's out there and also I would love to hear like what you've done in the past that's an awesome question and I've thought about this myself you know mm. I've had different opinions there is no wrong or right answer um, there is a yes and no answer it depends on the person 
I don't know. I There are no rules, really. I think the last episode we talked about you heal however or you do whatever you got to do to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, like the length of time that you spend being alone is purposeful it does have an intention the intention should be to be intentional with your time like Mm -hmm. you need to make sure that you're making the most of it you need to catch up with yourself you know you need to catch up with your friends you need to find out what it's like to be you again before this person walked into your life so I mean I don't know like I feel like if there if this relationship was I'm not going to put a time frame on it but Mm -hmm. if this relationship was like a month was it really a relationship? Yeah, sure, you guys had, like, intimate connection. But if this relationship was, like, five-plus years and over, mm-hmm. I would be lying to you if I said that people don't explore other options at first. It's wise yeah. stay single and not explore those different personalities and explore, like, what it's like to be with other people and have fun, shoot the shit, you know, line up your roster, if you will, be a bachelorette, <laughs> be a bachelor, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's your life. And I will say you learn a lot through those decisions. And that's a hard question. Like, should yeah. you wait? I think you should wait. But at the same time, I've seen what it's like when you rush into another relationship. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I wonder, does this person know how to be by themselves? And then I've seen that, you know, other people get into relationships later on after a year with intention, you know, because they want to figure their stuff out. They need to figure their purpose or worth and all of that stuff. So um, I don't know. It, it might work for some people. It might not work for everybody. It really yeah. depends. Right. Yeah. What do you think? I agree. Um, I agree with you a hundred percent. And I also feel like it really depends on the relationship that you had, how long it was, at least for me personally, I feel like I have done both. I have been in a time where a relationship ended and I literally started another relationship, maybe like a few weeks or like a month later. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I ended up dating that person for a long time where I've also been like, at a place where like my last relationship, when it ended, I was like, hell no, I'm not dating anybody anytime soon. I need a break from anybody. I just need to take my own time, be by myself, figure out all the shit that I need to figure out, um, figure out what it is that I'm going to be looking for moving forward, what kind of qualities I want, like all that kind of stuff. And I also feel like there was a lot that I needed to heal from that were like affecting the way that I was showing up in a relationship, the kind of relationships that I was accepting, um, the way I was allowing people to treat me and like the things that I would allow in a relationship overall, or like the way I would treat people or my significant others. So I feel like I needed that time to just really, really explore that because I felt like there was so much um so many wounds that were sort of like pushed down and I needed to deal with that before I can go into another relationship another reason for me was just like I didn't want um because I feel like if I didn't heal from my past relationships I would bring the same issues into my new relationship and I, I felt like the new person that I would be with did not deserve that the thing is though I don't think I've ever been at a place where like oh my goodness like I've healed from all my childhood trauma I've healed from like my child my past uh, relationship wounds and like stuff like that I feel like that is an ongoing process so I don't think I, I was I think one thing I knew is I don't think I'd 
I would ever come to a point where I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm a hundred percent like Gucci, like nothing ever, like nothing crazy will ever happen. Or like, I know a hundred percent how to be in a relationship now, but I don't think it was ever about that. I think it was just about me being ready and feeling comfortable. Um, and also feeling like I'm not going to bring some crazy shit from past, from my past and like, project those into my new relationship like the thing about trust and stuff like you know um uh if something happened in in your past and you don't feel like you can trust uh, someone but i don't want to bring that into a relationship but whatever it is in my that happened i don't want to project that into the new person that i'm seeing and that's why i took that time to heal but i also agree with you i think it's like you do what what feels best for you like i know like i said i've dated people right after a relationship ended and it was okay but also, I feel like I see the value in taking the time to just kind of like heal and process all your shit, right? Yeah, I, I follow you with that for sure. I, I can completely agree with that. I, I'm thinking about my own personal experiences as well. I'm thinking about, you know, the first relationship, the first long-term relationship that I was in and then the one that I was in after. I do look back at it and I, and I think to myself, I wish I took a little bit more time to myself mm-hmm. because that single life... <clears throat> Um, that single Adriana was spicy. She was loud and proud. She was living her life, figuring her stuff out. And yeah, there came a moment where she met another boy and that girl even wondered, well, what if I just explore this person and it ended up being almost a five-year relationship. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I, I think there is something special about learning how to be on your own and deciphering the difference between, um, being, lonely and feeling lonely Mm -hmm. um because those are the times where you learn the most about you and i also too like there's just so many different personality types out there as well so it really depends on the person that you are and if it's something that you think is worth taking the risk like i i don't know yeah and i think also like sometimes it's i and we also talked about this before again when you are with someone for so long part of your life really become intertwined together even without you like it's not intentional but like everything kind of like just collides right and when that person like when you're no longer together you kind of have to figure out your own life again on your own and um like kind of be i think it's really good to be on your own and just really get to know who you are um mm-hmm. some people may disagree with that but I feel like personally like I really enjoy my time alone and just kind of like being out of that like I was watching this stupid show on Crave it's called um polyamory dating and like married and married and dating I don't know if anybody has ever watched that I don't know if you've ever watched that no, I have not. but Tell yeah it's ridiculous it. like oh my goodness it's okay. a wild show it's but um but it's like it's like a bunch of people that are dating so it's polyamory they're dating multiple people and they're married da, 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 da. but one of the couples like got into a fight and like she like uh the, the girl got kicked out and then she was like living alone because she started another relationship without communicating that into her polyamory uh relationship so they were upset they kicked her out and then when she was living alone she's like whoa i've been with my husband for like 10 years i don't know how, like i have to go grocery shopping now she's asking for she's asking herself she's like wait what do i need to buy like oh, no. <laughs> i'm so used to just like buying food for the whole group and now she has to buy food mm-hmm. for herself you know what i mean it's gotcha. just kind of like those moments again where like you don't really know everything becomes about like you and the person it's not like sure. anything about yourself and- either 
I do remember talking about that and it mm-hmm. made me a little bit upset. Not that I should take it personal that, you know, women and men and by the same bodies, we make someone our world. We make someone mm-hmm. our every little thing. Right. And we really forget how special we are too when we're yeah. in it. Cause we're just so in love and so infatuated by this person. This person is put on such a high pedestal. And when you spend so much time with this person, mm-hmm. you just devote your, your entire heart and your world to this person. So when you break up, mm-hmm. um, we talked about, you know, like learning to be on your own and mourning that relationship and everything that was beautiful mm-hmm. about it, but you're also detoxing you talked about all those hormones mm-hmm. that you're sipping on while you're being in that relationship and think about it. Like you were basically addicted to it and that's all you knew. Mm-hmm. So I am blessed, grateful to go through that breakup and, you know, put up with all the crying. Cause I wouldn't know a thing or two about living on my own. And I, and to be quite honest with you, just because that relationship didn't last or it wasn't, forever it doesn't mean that it wasn't meant for you maybe it was oh no yeah Mm -hmm. maybe that was exactly what you needed to go through to grow through Mm -hmm. it and maybe that's Mm -hmm. exactly the person that you needed to meet to shape you as to who you are today that's super corny but it's the truth right it's no you met that person for a reason unfortunately and it hurt but look at the beautiful person that you are today regardless of those memories keep that cherish that whatever and I know it sounds easier said than done but like just look at the person that you are today and how far you've come like my god I wouldn't change it maybe I would change something but I can't dwell on the past be a prisoner of my own past right like it's just one of those things um yeah I, I feel like you just go through what you you grow through what you go through and and there's a beauty in the darkness for sure yeah adriana i think like the the truth is though when like what you were saying um if you are with someone just because like and what's the deal with forever like what's the deal with things being forever i think like i have a very different perspective on relationships now than i did before i think before my perspective on relationship was like oh yeah let's be together forever like we're gonna get married we're gonna do this and this and this i think for me the way i approach relationships now it's not so much about like oh yeah like we're gonna get married we're gonna do this and this and this for me i'm just like okay let's be together let me love you love me like let's just be here in this moment and like whether that's like five years, whether that's three years, whether that's 10 years, like let's not stress so much about the forever aspect of things because nothing really lasts forever. Um, And I think for me now, I'm just like, I'm more interested into the partnership and like the commitment you make Mm -hmm. with each other rather than like the marriage and like, and so that's why for me, even if I am dating someone for like a month or like three months or like a year or whatever, I, I don't see it as like, not valuable i still appreciate that as much as i would appreciate a relationship that was like three years or like however long that may be um because for me it's like like you said everything happens for a reason and i'm a really big believer in that um we meet people for a reason like there are people that come into our lives to teach us something you know we Mm -hmm. teach them something it's like a very um it's a lot of like exchange and stuff happening into the uh, interactions that we have with other people and to me that's so valuable because i feel like there are certain people that have been in my life although they brought me pain they also brought me growth and pushed me outside my comfort zone and like i feel like i probably wouldn't be the person that i am today if those people didn't show up 
in my life. I would still be going mm-hmm. into like the motion in certain aspects of my life. But I feel like because they came into my life, they may not, they may be in my life or they may not be in my life, but I feel like certain part of my life or the way that it is, is the way it is because they came into my life. You know, absolutely. I don't know if that makes sense, but of course, yeah. no, absolutely. It makes perfect sense. And I feel like it's, again, easier said than done. It's just hard mm-hmm. to get to that perspective for sure. Um, and, but it, it does take a lot of hard work. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that much. And, but the moment that you realize, you know, that you're better off without this person is there's beauty in that as well. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah. For sure. So in terms of dating too, like, um, so let's say you take time or like, you don't take time in your personal experience. Did you ever get to a point where you're like, okay, now I'm finally ready to start dating? Or did you just kind of like start talking to people? Um, was that like a conscious decision that you made or did it just happen? You started talking to people. When did you know that you were ready? It was both. If you made that it decision. Was, yeah, absolutely. It was both. I just knew that this was going to be hard chapter to pass and I knew that mm. I needed answers in terms of how to get better and how to get over it like as soon as it happened I was just like oh my god I just want to be over this already I cannot wait mm. until I'm just done with it done crying done feeling this way so yeah I was trying to speed up the process I will say there's some um, not so healthy things that come along the way with that because then you kind of start to question like the way that you um handle intimate relationships or handle mm-hmm. um I don't know dating if you say yeah. right so um I just take some time for myself and I take pride in that it was b- by choice there was a moment where I just needed to mourn and shut myself away from the world I had to cut off a lot of people I had to adopt some bad habits I had to get into this you know um system of of, of healing and yeah. uh, finding myself again um but after a little while I'm like you know, let's, let's own up to this. Let's take the power of accountability and run with it. Because um, at this point, moving forward, you're on your own now. So let's have fun. So at that point, I felt like, okay, like, I I wasn't by myself. And I decided to just like make this app, I was just or, you know, sign up for dating apps or whatever. I was like, Mm. with a friend, and that was the influence. And then I started going into this wormhole of opportunities. And with COVID, it was so hard and to meet people, (laughs) but you can still meet people. And it was fun. It was exciting. Um, It was very rare. So yeah, I did take some time on my own. um, But I did explore different personalities. And I think what that taught me was like that there are just so many different people out there. And it helps you understand your personality versus the person that you were when you were with that person mm-hmm. um and it helps you understand that hey maybe you're not so bad after all it just starts <laughs> reminding you that you're like you know Who you still you got it there's something in there yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure and you're like i'm the anything, queen yeah well and we were talking about forever okay we were talking right. about now we know that relationships <clears throat> aren't forever if anything that past relationship taught me that not everything is forever. So now mm-hmm. when I move on to a new relationship, whether it may be with like a friendship, a family, I take, I preserve it. I, I'm grateful for that moment because yes. I understand that even if things are so great and so amazing, they don't last forever. So yeah. why not 
cherish those moments and I think COVID taught us a lot about that too you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) with like online dating and stuff and just like dating through COVID that that's been it's been wild like so did you have did your friend sign you up on like dating apps or did I think you mentioned that your friend you were with a friend when you did I'm wondering if your friend made you do like you know how people are like get you signed up get your hottest photos and stuff set up was that your experience or honestly it was an influence and it was <laughs> I had the phone in my hand so I was completely the one that made that choice by dabbing on those fingers and creating that account and mm-hmm. it, yeah it, it was it was funny it was great it was um super overwhelming um super <laughs> exciting at first it wasn't a day where I didn't feel like I was hot shit from getting all these attention and stuff but yeah like I mean we'll talk about that a little bit later but I will say that it's so different from guys perspective versus a girl's perspective and I think that we're just we have so much privilege as women on tinder because there's so many good <laughs> Not good things that come out of it because there's a the dark side of a dating yeah. app, but I will say we do have an advantage, and I'm pretty grateful for that. Yeah, I Am think I, I've, I agree. Like, I feel like I've had this conversation with some of my coworkers at work, um, and like we were talking about how girls get so much more matches compared to men. And I'd never thought of that before, but I, I feel like girls get a lot of attention. So you signed up for t- Tinder was your first yeah. one that you went to? Huh. I was uh, scared of yeah. Tinder. Like I was like, yeah. I'm not fucking going to Tinder, Tinder at it just all. Has this, absolutely. Tinder just has this terrible stigma behind it that <laughs> it's just for people who just want to fuck. And the stereotype mm. is true. And there's a dark side of Tinder. There's a YouTube video that talks about how people in the UK are like kidnapped or just stalked based oh on God. Tinder. And Tinder doesn't do anything to take accountability for it or to protect their users, which is mm. insane. Highly recommend that documentary on YouTube, by the way. What is it called? I, I think it's called The Dark Side of Tinder. The Pretty sure. Tinder. Okay, I'll look it up. Type something like that on Google and I'll take you there. But it's, I think, about 20, 25 minutes long, maybe 30. Lord knows. But it, it was worth uh, worth the watch. And I can also see some of our listeners listening to this and being like, bitch, where are these matches? Because, I mean, not saying that we're lucky, but I've heard other girlfriends who are, you know, drop that gorgeous. They, you know, have their personalities and they're just like, where? Like, where do you get these matches? And it depends on the province, depends where you're located. Like, hmm. you have no idea how sick and tired and I still want answers to this question. Why the fish? Well, you know what, though? I feel like that's worse in Winnipeg. I swear mm. to you, like I have, mm. like I don't see fit as many fish photos here. Like I've only Bruh. seen one. I am not lying to you. But in so, Winnipeg, so I was it? like, "What the fuck is this? What's what, what's the prop in Montreal?" <laughs> if I can, I ask oh, that. Um, the prop here, is, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's like dogs, cats, our like outdoorsy stuff. Like, mm. um, like so the someone will have like a picture with like a really nice view um like yeah that's what i oh like an art gallery or something like that oh just themselves okay. it's not art so gallery much. makes perfect sense for montreal for some reason yeah. it just makes sense you it's know? just oh like food like they'll be like cooking mm. in the kitchen mm. or something like that but yeah mm. no i don't see fish at all or like they'll have like their best travel photos that's what okay. they would do yeah. yeah so it's very yeah. interesting um but yeah honestly girl i have no idea what the hell is it with the fish is photos it in, in a query 
is it like a prairie boy thing? Like, are you trying to show me that you're supposed to feed me with fish? Like, what if I'm yeah, allergic to, to shellfish? Exactly. Like, what if I don't like that? What if I'm a vegan? Like, what if I'm vegetarian? And like, to me, that's such a turnoff. Because to me, like, how do you think a picture of you and a dead animal is going to make me attracted to you? Yeah. Like, stop. Like, don't do it. Yeah. Is that fish the size of your dick? Or like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I've just wondered, like, why? You know, what is that the sign of? And, you know, I will say that a lot of, well, I mean, this is anecdotal and I shouldn't use it as comparison because that's unfair. But I will say that I used a guy's Tinder before, like a friend. I just took his Mm -hmm. phone and I just like wanted to see what it was like for him. And on the girl side, there's a lot of filters. There's a lot of filters. I'm always very curious to see what like other girls profiles look like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because um, I'm very curious to know like what they, what kind of photos other girls put because right. like when I'm like the first time I was setting up my, setting up my profile, like same thing with you. Like I was anxious. I was scared. I was like, Oh my goodness, why am I doing this? This is like yeah. weird. What the, cause like when I, I was dating, like when I was in a relationship, that's when the whole like online dating was blooming. So I never got mm. to experience it until after. So a lot of my friends were already doing Tinder. They were already doing Bumble, Hinge and stuff like that. But yeah, it, for me, it was very terrifying. And I was like, I don't even know. If, I don't even know what kind of pictures I want to choose. Like, do I choose like super like sexy photos where like, like sort of like a thirst trap kind of thing? Or do I choose like something that shows like my nature and who I am? And like, all, like, I really want to know what other girls have as their profiles. Yeah, have, but it's just... pretty sure there's a YouTube video for yeah. that. There has to be. There has to be. I will right? look it up. Um, I yeah. think like for me I don't know about you but like the app that I felt the most comfortable with is actually Hinge um and I will tell you why because okay so Tinder I just felt it was like too much it was like too many people in my face it was like swipe left swipe right it was just it felt like and like you get a lot of matches actually on Tinder because I feel like people just swipe 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 It, it doesn't even matter they're not even looking at any details and then with Bumble, I kind of like Bumble as well because I feel like people kind of put a little bit more details about themselves. Um, and then um, one thing I don't like about Bumble, though, I don't. I know I know this is the whole premise of Bumble is like girls get to message first. I don't like that. I'm just like, no, I want us both mm-hmm. to be able to message. And like, I just don't like that. I have to be the only person who can message first. But I also get there's safety in that, and like I appreciate that aspect of Bumble. I love it. Um, yeah. but I just don't feel like it serves me. But then there's Hinge where I feel like you can see a little bit of a little bit of someone's personality on Hinge mm-hmm. where yeah. like because they get to answer these questions and they put their photos on there and you kinda like people put some really fun stuff and you can kinda like have a little bit of a laugh while you're scrolling yeah. and it's not just like swipe, so you can kinda like stuff on their pages. But anyways, so I felt the most comfortable with Hinge and that's the okay. app I actually ended up using the most compared to all the other ones. And then when I moved here, I actually started using Bumble for Bumble BFF. And I've met like a few people here, which is so nice, right? So I guess Bumble Mm -hmm. has worked for me as well. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know which one I felt the most comfortable with, but I will say I found all of them equally overwhelming and underwhelming at the same time. Um, I will share a funny story that I didn't know um, was Mm -hmm. a question that was taken from Hinge. And I was so flattered that this person that I was dating asked me questions like 
what are your simple pleasures? And I was like, oh. Ah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Like, well, I mean, a walk in the park kind of thing? Like, or, like, toes in the sand kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then he asked me, like, what are your love languages? I'm like, oh, my God, he read the book. Like, I was just so naive. <laughs> and then, bro, don't you know that I got the app and I was like, wait a minute. Are these the same questions that you this guy so asked me? I felt so special that all of those feelings just went out the window. Oh, like, no. never mind. You know, Shit. we know, I, whatever, but mm-hmm. that's such okay. a funny story. You were like, oh, Thanks. he's very intuitive. He's asking really good questions. But Seriously. Like, yeah, but like, see, that's the thing with Hinge, though. Like, it, there's all these questions, and you kind of get someone's like personality, like I said, and who mm-hmm. they might be from those questions. But I think that's yeah. so funny that um the guy like kinda made you feel that way when there was yeah. something like hinge. He questions. made me feel extra, extra special because yeah. I didn't know. But I now I'm a wise woman, I know. But I don't know. I thought that after some time Tinder just got so underwhelming where I was like, there's literally no good guys in my city I felt so bad but I always knew that my person wasn't even from this city I always yeah. knew he had to be like extraordinary and out of really? this world literally oh yeah. okay okay I literally. see what you mean yeah um, I just felt like he was just not here and I was, was like not, not just saying yeah I just felt like you know like Winnipeg's pretty dry um <laughs> for a, a province like not gonna yeah. hate on our city but sorry boys like it is what it is or all the good guys are taken you mm-hmm. know so um, but like, I, and after some time, I just felt like the apps were just overwhelming because I felt just like I was in an interview, you know, talking mm-hmm. about my life same and you questions. Know, getting same questions over and over again. Sitting what do you do phone, for work? <laughs> what do you like to do for fun? I'm yeah. Like, fun? What, what <laughs> what's fun? Fun. I, I like to clean my house. So that's fun to me. You know, Define I agree. Fun yeah it's like it it can be to me i did like i do find online dating to be so draining like i it's not i'm not cut off for online dating i like i am really really not it's just so draining and like i have been um one of those people that kind of go on and off off of it because gotcha um, like I would go on and I would get very overwhelmed and maybe just because like, again, same thing like you, like you are having the same conversations, you, um, like, what do you do for work? Like, what do you do for fun? And it's just like, oh, is there more to, then like, sometimes you could really talk to someone and like, you're really excited and then the conversation just dies. And I'm just like, but then I don't also want to meet people too fast. So I'm like, why would I waste my time meeting you if like. I don't feel like it's going to go anywhere. So I just want to get to know you on here first. But then when you take too long to meet each other, it like, it doesn't go anywhere either. I'm just like, Oh my God, Uh, this is horrible. But this is the beauty of the pandemic. This is where the pandemic served us because you didn't really have to get ready to meet up with this person because you could do it virtually. There was a lot of time for a guy asked me or I asked a guy because I got inspired by the previous date. Like, Hey, Mm -hmm. would you be willing to meet up on zoom? And I'm like, that's weird. (laughs) okay sure and then the next guy that I you know got to know was on zoom and I felt that it worked because Mm -hmm. I was like number one not having to drive all the way over there and I I sound lazy but you know what I mean like invest my time into something that really wasn't yeah Yeah. like wasn't really going to be a fit 
that makes sense. It makes like a hundred percent sense because I, I personally didn't like, I don't really do the virtual dates just because I, I always feel very uncomfortable being on a phone call or like a video chat with someone if I've never met them. So that's why I didn't really do the virtual. And, but then the thing is though, like when I moved to Montreal, that's, I was really excited actually about like dating when I moved to Montreal but um it still is the same thing it's just like still very draining um and like during the we are in a pandemic and then we had the curfew so like you could have really and I didn't want to go to people's places I'm like I don't know you I don't want to die um and it's a whole new city so like like we'll go for a walk and like you freeze your ass off and then you come home like that kind of thing and if you like them then maybe you can see them again but it's just like it was so strange um and it was such a weird experience for sure yeah but personally I don't think online dating is for me maybe maybe not but uh I just don't like it right and now with things opening up I mean shoot your shot girl I (laughs) feel like if none of those apps worked out for me I feel like Instagram was another social media app yeah you can't don't consider a dating app because like you're sharing bits and pieces of the reels and highlights of your life and stuff but I don't know I'm a pretty straight shooter if I see something I like you shoot your shot I shoot Ah. my shot I shoot my shot like I go for it there was this one person that, you know, shortly after I broke up with my ex, I kind of had the eyes and, mm-hmm. you know, that's when I knew that this wasn't going to just was not going in the right direction kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I saw him, you know, at a restaurant and before this whole pandemic thing started. And that was the last time that I saw him physically. But when my ex and I broke up, I was like, I wonder where he's up to, but I have no idea who may know him, but our city oh is so small, girl. Yes. So I like did a little bit of research because, you know, girls are like part-time FBI, FBI <laughs> private investigators, and it didn't take much, which is kind of scary at the same time, because you can find somebody like no problem using like, you know, a couple words. It's crazy. But anyhow, I found him and I shoot my shot. I just shot my shoot, shoot my shot, whatever you want to call it. I love that. And got to know the guy and a uh, great experience you know Love but it. it didn't work out it's like girl what, why why like and there's something about you know the year of 2020 and 2021 and i get that it's just a double standard and about like you know guys approaching the girl first no, and shoot your shot shoot your shot you like what you like you go for it yeah i agree do. I, I like, I honestly, I'm all for shoot your shot. If you feel comfortable, if you feel confident, like if you like what you see, go after it. And I think like, I've seen people talk about, um, girls were so used to like liking guys after they've liked us. But like, if you like someone also go after it, it's okay. And we need to learn. It's okay to get like rejected and stuff because I feel like that's what discourages us at least like my thing is I don't shoot my shot if I live in the city like if I'm traveling and I see someone that I like I'm like going to shoot like I'm actually gonna talk to them but if I'm (laughs) because I'm like if you reject me I don't know you like you're gonna go your own way I'm gonna go my own way and we'll never see each other again so it's all good but like if I actually live in the city I'm so scared like I cannot do it so I'm just like a chicken but um in Winnipeg, I wish I had the same energy. Separated. And everybody Everybody's knows everybody. Second degree, yes. Yeah, so it's so hard, like yeah, to try. But I, I did it anyways because I'm. Just I love that for you like that. 
Good yeah. for you. I've, I have I don't think I've... Actually, no, that's a lie. I think I've shot some shot on Instagram, actually. Like, it didn't work out, but, like, I feel like I'm proud of myself. And it, it wasn't, like, people that I know, actually. It was, like, completely... See, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's people that I know, like, the way that you knew the person, that will uh-huh. never happen. Because I'm like, oh, fuck, what if they turned me down? Because I'm just so scared. But I do want to get more comfortable, like, just shooting my shot. It's okay if I get rejected. It, it is what it is. Like, we reject guys all the time. It's okay for us uh-huh. to get rejected, too. So, but yeah, no, like, sure. I, I, I encourage people to shoot their shots, honestly. And, like, if you, sure. like, someone, go go for it. Like, it's okay. Yeah. You know? And- so rejection is god's protection anyway they're missing out on you so <laughs> bye <laughs> exactly rejection. it wasn't meant to be like it's okay like if yeah. you reject me then it was like you and i were just not meant to like vibe like mm-hmm. that and you know it's mm-hmm. fine like you don't mm-hmm. um but i, I think we're just kind of like so scared like oh my goodness what if they don't like me da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. um and that's kind of like the thing but you know what we're kind of talking about online dating can we talk about ghosting mm-hmm can we talk about ghosting? Okay. Yeah. Have you experienced oh ghosting? Uh, yeah, I've actually been ghosted and I don't, I didn't like it. How did I've that feel? Before. <laughs> Weird. One moment the person was asking me, hey, do you want, do you want chicken noodle soup? Mm-hmm. And then the next hour they just disappeared. It was oh, the fuck. weirdest thing. I Wait, no the same hour? Like within the same hour. Yeah. I mean, because. And I texted back saying something along the lines like, oh, I don't eat chicken. Like, I'm, like... Um, <laughs> they're like, oh, she's vegan. She's, like, one of those people. Yeah. And so he was probably, like, never mind. And just never... <laughs> t- and then I was, like, oh, you know what? I actually would like any type of soup, though. Mm-hmm. And then this person never got back to me. And I was, oh like, that is so strange. But I didn't have any will in me to try to even try for it. Right. I just let it go. Because so I'm you like, just let it go. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Have I ghosted guys? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. have, and it's 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 not a fun position, and I feel like a coward because I'm not like trying to say like you know. And I've had guys ask me like, "Hey, well, let me know if you're wasting my time or if I'm wasting my time." Mm-hmm. And it, you know, that confrontation is very um, difficult and challenging, and yeah. it's even more challenging when the guy asks you, "What is it?" or "What was it about me?" In that position, is like. It, it, it's it's a powerful position because anything you say at that point could completely shatter somebody's personality or mm-hmm. ego. And I never want to do that to somebody. I never want anyone to feel like they're not good enough for the next person. I just want to let them know it's not even the fact that your personality is so different from mine. It's the fact that we just don't click and it has nothing to do with you. It's, you know, like we just don't vibe like I thought we would yeah I think like my perspective on ghosting is very like I don't even know to be honest I think it's weird and it's it's such a coward move to do but I feel like also at the same time because I don't like confrontation and I feel like if you were only seeing someone for a certain amount of time then you don't really owe them anything but then also Mm -hmm at the same time it's just like it's if you were seeing someone for three months and they just completely like disappeared you would feel hurt right but let's say you i don't think i've been ghosted ghosted per se i've been in a situation where i thought someone ghosted me but then like i talked to them after they were like no i wasn't ghosting you this is what happened they told me they kind of explained what was going on but during that time if it was hurtful but then we only like hang out once you know 
So I felt like, why am I even feeling this way when we only hang out once? Like, they don't have to say anything to me if they no longer want to see me. You know what I mean? But then at the yeah. same time, I'm like, no, we like the way that the kind of time that we had in our conversations and like our time together, I feel like they should have said something. But I also can see it from their perspective, why they like they didn't have to say anything to me, you know? But still, like, I feel like if I got ghosted, I'll be really hurt by it. But I also feel like I've also ghosted people and um, just completely stopped talking to them. But it wasn't before when I was younger, like when I was dating people, I would, if I don't want to see them again, I'll just completely stop talking to them and I'll just avoid them. But I was younger then. So now as an adult, I actually do try my best and say something. If we go on more than like three dates or something like that and we like really hang out and we get very comfortable with each other i remember i was seeing this one guy for like almost six months and then i just felt like eh, it wasn't really going anywhere and i had to like draft a message to send him and i had my friend like read that message first before sending sending it to him and he was really like grateful that i sent him that message and i was like oh that's so nice you know but then i've also done that with another person that we went on like maybe a few dates and then I messaged him and he said oh okay like that's all he said I was like I took my time to write that message dude like you know what I mean yeah but anyway so it's been a bit of both but yeah I don't know personally I just feel like it's a hurtful thing try your best to talk to people um or no longer interested but I also see your point where whatever you say can really make the person feel shitty but sometimes it's not even about that sometimes you don't even have to make it about like them or their personality or whatever they could just say like about you and be like oh right now maybe i'm not feeling it maybe i don't feel like we have the connection it's not about you it's just like Mm -hmm. how i'm feeling um even like when i've had people that kind of want to be with me but i don't want to be with them i never really say like oh you did this and this and this i'm always just like okay this is how i'm feeling and i don't see this working out this is what i'm looking for and i'm not sure if we have that together you know that's kind of like how i approach it but yeah ghosting is like i i know people that have been ghosted like one of my friends got ghosted and she was just like going crazy like yeah yeah, no it's horrible it's not a fun position to be in it's like no. takes a hit on your ego the same way like yeah. credit check would take a hit on your credit <laughs> almost, you know like if you want to compare but um i i will say that's probably a, a terrible example but you know what i mean it just is kind of like Absolutely. you sit there and your thoughts and your feelings and you're like ouch like was i not good enough that's why i think it's important to get to know this person in a level where you think you can leave respectfully and you can mm-hmm. you'll leave a mark on them right like if you've talked to this person a couple of times over the phone and you just like don't like the way they talk because that's a thing yeah. <laughs> you know then you owe it up to them to let them know like hey like i had a really good time i don't think it's gonna work out or even then if you feel like it's not even worth your time then Maybe not. It just depends on the type of, like, the length, I guess. At that point, maybe we can consider a time frame or yeah. um, the, the amount of time that you spent with this person. But if you spent just, like, a year with this person, all of a oh, sudden you fucked off, like, yeah, what? No. That's, that's I, I would go crazy. Yeah, same. I, mean? I will, like, yeah, I would literally lose my shit. But I have a question for you. So what's yeah. the weirdest thing that you've ever, like, cut someone off for, like, dating-wise? Like the weirdest thing that you're like, oh my goodness, I can now continue talking to this person ever again. That's such a great question. <laughs> There's just something that I don't want to come off as a person who's so particular or just so bitchy, but it's the truth. This is just, just hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. 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 And I'm listening to space. you enough. 
Yeah, thank you. Listeners, <laughs> I apologize in advance. But I've listened to enough podcasts for girls debate things like height. And then mm. one would argue, well, what's the difference between that and weight? And I say, well, it depends on the person. It's preference, it's right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I personally don't care about the weight. I like somebody who's fluffy, who's curvy, who's whatever. But the thing about me is, like, I tried dating a person who was relatively my height, and that's not what I was used to, right? I'm used to somebody who's a little bit taller. So mm-hmm. to explore a different <clears throat> option or to explore a different personality type or like human being um, was an interesting experience and I do recommend that you do because you don't know if you're going to like it or not. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just wasn't for me. So like I was open-minded, but um, it's not that I cut this person off just because of their height. (laughs) That sounds (laughs) awful, but it was literally because of other things. It's just, I felt like I wasn't really ready for this relationship or whatever this was Mm -hmm. progressing into. And then, yeah, another thing was voice. There was this, I'm awesome, amazing model looking guy and super exotic, like had to be six foot four. And, but bro, his voice. <laughs> what was wrong with his voice? Like, <laughs> it was, you know, I, I talk like this in my feminine energy, being <laughs> in my light of, you know, women empowerment. And he could match it. He could talk like this and you know when he talks in spanish it goes higher like i was like no i can't i never thought this would happen to me but it happened yeah oh my goodness, oh my goodness. voice uh, i've never heard of that one oh before and um, it was so bad i mean am i wrong like it's just would you would you though can you imagine being intimate with this person all of a sudden you just do like a double take like what but like that's what I'm saying. Sometimes there are these weird that we like stop talking to men for, and I'm sure men do it too. Like they have their own yeah, thing. But like so, like I'll tell you some of my weirdest thing. I've talked. Mm. I've stopped talking to someone because the way they were walking reminded me of the way my ex walked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a safe space, but what? <laughs> Okay. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It's dumb, do. right? It's really stupid. No, and then there was the guy that I cut off. Okay. No, actually, it's the same guy. I cut him off because, um, like every time we were making out, he'd be like, mm, mm, mm. like he would make those kind of sounds, and I was just like, oh my no. goodness, please no, like stop, stop, stop. You know, so it's like things like that. And then he would always ask before we, like the first time he asked me. Um, like if he could kiss me and I was like oh no please like I I know girls like that some girls like that and it's okay like I think personally I don't want you to ask me I just want you to go for it and again like I consent is really big Um, but personally when it comes to moment about like if we have a connection just kiss me you know what I mean and if I don't like it I'll tell you that I'm not into it Uh, but anyways the first time he asked I was like whatever he's just trying to be a gentleman and then (laughs) <laughs> the second time again I'm like no it's okay yeah, but like yeah. you can you can go for it but I just honestly it was just like such a turn off all the time he would always ask it's like, oh can I kiss you can I do this I'm like it's not for me other girls would like that but it's not my thing you know again yeah, yeah just like you know those stupid things like that that you just cut off I've- first of all I'm so sorry that you had to make up with somebody yeah. who makes sound effects sound effects are sexy but like I guess, mm-hmm. but is it necessary? Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, each of yeah. their own. What are some things that you've learned about yeah. yourself um, since you yeah. jumped into the dating pool after your relationship? 
ended or after you felt comfortable mm-hmm. dating uh, again, what have you learned about yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think last time we talked about what self-love looks like. And I will say after everything that I've been through, including a pandemic in the middle of it all, I understand what self-love is like. I learned that it's very important to surround yourself with the right people in order to build your foundation, Mm -hmm. build your pillars, build your roof, build your whole being in this world. Um, You know, I've learned to be alone. I've learned to respect my solitude. The onus was to take gratitude in your solitude. And that's something that we preached about in our previous episode and how important it is just to appreciate that time and be grateful um, I've learned that it's okay to go through what you go through. It's okay to heal the way that you're healing. It's okay to ride this wave of different emotions. It's, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to forgive yourself for that person that you thought you were when you were with that other person. And this is something that I, I took a quote from you, actually. Like It was like, forgive right. yourself for the person you thought you were or you thought you had to be when you were with that person. I learned about forgiveness for myself. I learned to let go. Mm-hmm. I learned just so many different avenues of how to heal. Um, and I'm, I'm forever grateful. I think I've learned just to be more grateful for everything that's ever happened, whether it was good or bad. Um, I've learned mm-hmm. to appreciate the small little moments. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, the list goes on and on. I've, you know, tapped into different podcasts that that are just so life-changing and there's just so much important information out there that literally changes the game in how you view life and how um, you view relationships and I think Mm -hmm. another important note too is that um, just because you went through a really bad experience or just because you went through a heartbreak doesn't mean that you need to use that example for every other relationship that you get into. Because we talked about it here today on this episode, how there's different personalities, there's different types of people, different walks of life. And I will say, like, you got to learn to let go on that path, take some time for yourself, make that time for yourself intentional in order for you not to carry yeah. all of those mistakes that you've done in your past onto something new. Yeah, I feel like I've been able to have a very, very clear uh, mm-hmm. idea of what kind of relationship is good for me and what kind of relationship is healthier for me, which I did not do before. Mm-hmm. So again, like it goes back to what we were saying again, everything happens for a reason. It takes something to happen to get to a certain place and like all those things play a huge part into my life and I'm really grateful for that but yeah thank you so much for coming back I truly appreciate you so part of my conversation with Adriana got really mixed up so I had to remove a lot a huge chunk of her conversation at the end which I'm really bummed about Um, but Adriana thank you so much for coming on the podcast it was such a pleasure having you I had so much fun talking to you Um, and to the people that are listening today thank you again for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did or we did recording it um have a great week and i will see you again next week don't forget to follow me on instagram at anyone soft and strong podcast and also if you really enjoyed this episode please share it on your social media with your friends um feel free to tag me in it i would love to hear from you and uh yeah have a great week and we'll catch up again sometimes next week